What up, podcast family? With Chase here, got Jeremy as well. We're here to bring you another pot. Jeremy, what's up? Nothing much, man. How are you doing? You sound tired. No, I ain't tired. I just get up <laughs> at 3.30 in the morning, work all day, get off, do some church stuff, take care of the kids. No, I ain't tired. Do a little podcast. And then do a little podcast. <laughs> no, nah, we're here to talk about the Lord, and, and nothing brings me more joy than to do that, no matter how tired I am. Um, Put a smile on your face when we both get together on it, huh? It does. It does. I enjoy it. But uh, but just we're here to speak about the Lord. We're here to to just bring the good news of the gospel to the world, and we do that through this platform. It's one of the platforms we use to do that, you know, along with Facebook and other things. So I'm just happy to be here. Hey, Jeremy, you you want to tell them what our topic is today? Forgiveness. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's something that we all have to do daily. Um, you know, I, 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 I saw, we were talking to you, or I was talking to you earlier, and um, earlier this week about how I looked back and we hadn't really hit this topic, and it just shocked me. I was like, "Wait a minute, what? Why have we not talked about forgiveness?" And uh, but you know, they've just kind of come to me, so maybe right now is the right time. Anyway, I know I've been struggling with it this week, uh, even today, in fact. You know, it's one of those things where it's every day is forgiveness has to be done daily. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's, we have to, it's something that, you know, as we talk about it, we'll, we'll talk about why and where it says how many times we should and, and all that. But it is very important to not just forgive once you've gotten salvation and you've forgiven your past and people in your past or what you've done to yourself or whatever in your past, but we have to do it every day. And it, it is, it's just a massive part of the walk. That's right. I talked to a friend earlier and they said that, uh, that forgiveness is a daily choice, that it is a constant choice you have to make to walk in that forgiveness towards somebody and towards people, towards a group, whatever it is, we have to choose to walk in that forgiveness. You know, Christ forgave us of all of our iniquities. But when we hold on to that stuff, when we, when we harbor unforgiveness, you know, that means that, that we don't have to be forgiven as well. You know, we forgive others and in return, we are forgiven. It's, uh, you know, plus we ask for forgiveness, but man, it's just a, it's a big step towards a future that is a, a Christ built future is is walking in forgiveness it's so hard to do at times but it is for the best because if we want to stay in our walk and if we want to stay in what christ has for us we have to walk in that forgiveness but we want to mirror we want to you know mirror uh, a christ-like appearance or love it's yeah. required it's it's it, it, it's a requirement you know it's not it's not an option it's not hey it's on the table if you want it it's a requirement and, and that's just one of those things you know it says uh when we receive his forgiveness we receive many other benefits including freedom and peace um one of the scriptures that i pulled up on this one was romans three twenty three: for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god it says each one of us have wronged god 
we have broken his laws. Even if we think we are a good person, first John actually says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the mm -hmm. truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, I mean, at this point in your walk, I mean, even if you're, you're just coming on and you're just starting to listen to us, sin, we, we're not free of sin. We, mm -hmm. we, that's what we are. That's what we do. And so we have to ask that forgiveness daily. That is very important. And if we don't do that, we'll build that up and, and it's going to turn into a whole lot more than just what we think, you know, just little bitty issues. Um, like I have one, I wrote some things down. It says when we have, when we have wronged someone or someone has wronged us, a small wall forms between us causing problems in relationships, marriages and families. And, uh, it just the antidote is forgiveness. And it says no. forgive to be forgiven. I had that wrote down. So when you went to say it, I was like, man, I got that too. <laughs> so, you know, I get a vision in my head on, uh, when it comes to the wall you're talking about and I see two people, you know, it's like an illustrated cartoon. I want to draw it one day, but it's one person has their left hand on the wall. There's a big old block wall in between them. And the other one on the other side has their right hand on the wall at the same spot. And, you know, they can't break through those walls and those barriers to get back you know, to where they need to be because that's unforgiveness. That is bitterness and all kinds of stuff that builds up between people. You know, when we harbor that unforgiveness, it, it blocks, it builds that wall block by block and brick by brick until there's so much in between people that it just tears them apart, you know, and, and that forgiveness, it doesn't have to be, you know, immediate, you know, you know, you know, I'm not, I'm talking about the forgiveness can be there, but it's taking those blocks down piece by piece. You know, God can do miracles and God can, God can mend a heart quicker than anybody else can. But the thing is, it's starting one block at a time, you know, until God says, all right, you've had enough. It's time to move on. Uh, your, your, your walls torn back down and gaining trust again for people is the hard part. Well, especially when it comes to unforgiveness, because, you know, we live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen, you know, society in which people are going to let us down because, for one, we hold too high of expectations on others. They're not Christ. And, and most people aren't pursuing Christ's likeness. So they're not even close, you know, to, to walking in a state to where they're not going to try to hurt you. Most people are just walking in a selfish state of mind to where they're not thinking that they're going to hurt you, but they let us down because of our expectations we have built. And therefore that causes resentment, hurt, unforgiveness. You know, some people do it intentionally, which, which also build up hurt, but forgiveness comes in every aspect of, of all that, you know, whether it was something that we had built up an expectation we had of somebody and they let us down on our expectations. Well, we forgive that, even though it was innocent. And then you have all the way to the extreme of, oh, they just, you know, crushed your life, your livelihood, or, or whatever it could be. And at, even at that level, forgiveness is still required for us to move in Christ and for us to be who he has called us to be. Because when we, when we have those buildups, when we have that unforgiveness in our life, it makes it to where our walk is tainted with Christ. 
You know, we have to walk in forgiveness, not just in ourselves and the people around us, but so we can understand the forgiveness that Christ has given us. I feel like I just talked a lot there, but I got a little bit more to say, so hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I've been, um, I want to, I'm, I'm going on a journey right now about God's grace and what the weight of that grace on my life truly is. I want to get the full aspect, the full understanding of that grace and how it rests upon me. And I believe once I uh, achieve that, I'm not saying, uh, true knowledge, which I want to, it's a true understanding in what that grace really means. And I, we may never know it until we actually see Christ face to face, but I want to see my sin resting upon that cross and how I want the weight of that to reign in my mind every day, knowing what had to take place in order for me to have that grace and to be forgiven. Therefore, it makes it easier for me to forgive others. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It says, uh, it says, you know, when we forgive, it doesn't mean that what they did to us was okay. But no. holding on to resentment toward them will only hinder us and still, still our peace and joy. It really uh, does. And the only one who end up... Uh, we are the ones who end up in a, in a sort of like a, a type of prison state uh, of just emotional pain where we just sit there and we, we fester over it. We, we stew over it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. so that unforgiveness turns into resentment or some other emotion that just really pushes you or builds, like you said, that wall or that wedge to the, to the point where you just can't, I mean, I'm not saying it can never be, uh, broken through it's just the bigger the thicker that wall the longer it takes the more work the harder it's going to be to get to the other side to reestablish that relationship yeah well and, and you gotta think future relationships too you mm -hmm. know we walk around with those walls and those barriers up towards everybody because of one person and look at how it affects our the rest of our walk you know how it affects the rest of our relationships you know in christ our, our, our being walking like Christ, the way we're supposed to, those walls can't be up. We had to have those walls shattered in order to be able to walk like he did, you know, in complete peace. You know, being able to love our neighbor as ourself, that goes along with forgiveness. You know, the weight of, you know, my sin, and I'm like... Jesus forgave me, washed me clean. Who am I to hold on to bitterness? Who am I to hold on to unforgiveness towards somebody else? No matter the the pain, the severity, because I've had pain and severity. You know, it's like we talked about before. We walk through these topics. You know, we walk through them daily. Yeah. Like I said, so, I said in the beginning, I'm I, earlier tonight, I, and it may have been the way I interpreted it um, because sometimes, you know, that smut face, will, he'll make you perceive something when it wasn't really supposed to be perceived that way. Yeah. Um, and especially if the, you have a built up uh, relationship towards that person, that's really a strong relationship, a Christ relationship. 
he's going to try to destroy it because when, when we get together and we have strong relationships in Christ, we're unstoppable and he yep. can't have that. He just, it, it can't be done. Um, unforgiveness, it hurts us. I mean, it's been linked to various, like, you know, uh, physical things like uh, disease, cancer that are causing that. Um, holding on to the bitterness and anger towards someone will re- result in just emotional anguish and, and unrest. Um, when we can forgive, we can experience an inner peace and, and just a restoration in relationships. Uh, it can do so much for us, not only for that relationship between you and that person that you had that unforgiveness towards, but your relationship with Christ as well. Uh, it draws me closer every time I, it's like before this, this podcast, you know, I, I was coming home or, you know, I, was, I had to leave somewhere to come here and, and I, I got upset, but I had to tell you to hold up. Let's, let's give me a few minutes to do this so that I can pray. It's one of those things where I had to, I had to pray and I had to say, listen, Lord, forgive me. And I always start that off with forgive me first, you know, Lord, please forgive me if I wronged someone or if I took it the wrong way before I, you know, I just kind of go into my prayer mode there because I want to be, you know, I want to be cleared of all that. If it was my doing, I want to ask for forgiveness. If it was something I did or I misunderstood or something like that, uh, it's forgive me, Lord, you know, um, or, you know, forgive them. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't realize how they said it. Uh, it just tone and a lot of things mean a lot. And, and I, I took it the wrong way. Because honestly, these Christ relationships that we build and we have, we do get upset with one another or aggravated with one another. But what I've noticed is a lot of our relationships that are, that are Christ-centered or built, we're, we don't typically say things towards each other to upset one another. So you have to kind of figure out what's going on and what happened. And most times, you know, I can say almost every time it's happened to me, I've kind of went back and figured, found out it was the devil trying to sneak his way in there and, and mess the relationship up. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know me, I, you know, you know when he's, he's messing with me because I'll start jumping to conclusions and create a whole story in my head before I've even gotten in the car. Like 12 stories. <laughs> so, I mean, you have a, you'll have a whole building by the time you're done. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, I could probably write several books too, man. That'd be good though. Books. <laughs> Old detective here. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and I was watching Francis Chan earlier. Uh, he had something on YouTube, and he said there's two human emotions that everybody is guaranteed to like face. And I forget how he worded it, but it was something like that. And he said it was uh anger and uh, sexual desires, like a lust. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I was like, man, he's. It's right on the money with that. And that's things we do. That's why our most popular podcast was dealing with anger, mm-hmm. you know, but, but anger and, and what we're talking about right now, anger forgiveness, from unforgiveness. Yeah, yeah, they're hand in hand. Absolutely. It's like the unforgiveness causes so much bitterness and so much pain internally, mentally, and and I can't, man. It's just well. And, and the, sexual, the sexual aspect of what you were talking about—that's another thing that links this in together too. Because yeah. you know, when when you're steered into that type of uh, world, uh, that sexual enticement or whatever that brings you into sin, it's because of things that have happened. Whether it be unforgiveness, anger built up, or walls and and wedges put in place, something has put us in there. 
You know, when yeah. we were doing that before we were saved, it's because we had a wedge between us and God. Mm-hmm. It's because we hadn't forgiven things of our past or we had anger built up towards this that brought us to that wedge or that in, put that wall in between us. These all go hand in hand and are caused. They stem from one another. Yeah. And so forgiveness is hard. It's one of the it's it's one of the hardest ones, especially because you know it's hard in life for somebody to do something to really upset you, for you to just drop what you're doing or what you feel like doing, should I say, because I I have and I'll go ahead and admit I have an anger issue. Uh it's nowhere near what it was. It's nowhere near, it's not going to get any worse. It's going to get better because I, I know that the Lord's working with me on it and I don't want it to get worse. And I've handed it to the Lord, but I, I get agitated and aggravated really easy sometimes. Um, really for me, it's, t- it's when I'm talking to somebody and it's a tone or the biggest one is when I see somebody mistreated. Uh, I, I re- if I feel it's mistreated, I get really upset like a lot. And, and I have to step away from things because uh, if I don't, it'll fester. It'll fester and it'll, it'll turn into, okay, now I've got to go and pray and forgive what I saw and what's happened. If not, I'm just going to, I'm going to stray away. I'm going to, I'm going to get off the path that I'm trying to, to follow that the Lord's led me to so far. And it seems like every time the Lord leads us somewhere and he wants us to sit there for a season and he's having us learn and he's having us, build ourselves up, the devil finds a way to sneak in. And he oh, yeah. tries to throw either a rock, a stump, or a hole in your path to trip you up so you'll fall off that path. And when we get off that path, it's it's like darkness, man, uh, because that path is what's lit up for us. And we have to pay attention to it. Otherwise, it's like us wandering around in the darkness. And it's just it. sometimes you fall pretty far away from it. It takes a while to get back to the path, you know. Yeah. Um but for me, that's one thing I struggle with and I have for a long time. Um, but it's getting better. It's getting a lot better. I've seen it because, uh, I mean, when I was younger, it went from like I would damage stuff. Man, I had a lot of anger built up, but I had a lot that went on in my life. Um, my testimony is my testimony. And, and, you know, I mean, some people may not think it's very big. Some people think I should write a book. But it's one of those things where it's you're constantly dealing with your past. Even if I've forgiven it, it, some things still stem up. Some things still happen. Something may happen in my life now that gives me those feelings I had then. And I have to rush into that forgiveness mode or that prayer mode and that let me get with Jesus and and, and let me get with the Lord and get this gone. Um, But. Yeah, anger, anger is definitely one of those that I struggle with, but I, it's where I have to have that turnaround time real quick to be, for you know, to forgive who upset me. Because in the end, Chase, you know as well as I do, if, if we keep that mindset that whatever they've done to us, they have to answer for when they go to meet Jesus or they, when they go to meet, you know, God. And, and that's that's what I have to keep telling myself is it's not for me to have revenge here we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't do that and you know it's just uh, who was it that i asked him i thought i had it wrote down um i asked him how many times we should forgive and it was uh he asked if he was supposed to forgive him seven times and he said it was one of the disciples and he said no it was 77 no it was 70 times seven 70 times seven that's right that's right yeah. that's right uh 
and he was just he was just using that example there of how it's unforgiveness. Like you don't stop forgiving somebody. Absolutely. It's like how many times should you turn the other cheek? Well, as many times as it takes. You know, uh, the the thing is, the problem is, is we can get run over our entire life, but it's it's not about the fall. It's not about trying to catch yourself. Christ will catch you. It's about how you let him lift you back up. Mm-hmm. We're going to fall. We're going to have things happen in our life. Like, Jeremy, you know my situation right now. Absolutely. I can't do anything about it. I couldn't change it. Like, it, was, it wasn't even my decision. But I have to pick myself up. And the only thing that I can do right now, and, and it's one of the greatest honors that I have is to turn to Christ, you know, turn to my creator, my savior, fight the good fight of faith, move forward. And I know God's going to bless my path. I know he will. He will never leave me nor forsake me. I look back in my entire life throughout my whole life. I've had so much stuff happen, but God has never forsaken me. He has never left me stranded without a way. And, you know, I know that walking in forgiveness, keeping my joy, my faith, my testimony, you know, keeping my, you know, integrity strong is going to be what pulls me through this because Christ is there with his hand reached out. Just like when Peter started to sink, when he took his eyes off of Jesus, when he stepped out of the boat, when Peter took his eyes off Jesus, he started to sink. Mm-hmm. Immediate, immediately, it said immediately, Jesus reached his hand down there and pulled him back out of the water. <laughs> immediately. So, right then, I know my Savior is reaching out for me. All I have to do is reach up towards him. You know, I haven't taken my eyes off of him. You know, this world's going to cause us to sink. This world, it is going to rain on the just and the unjust. It is going to always come at us because the ruler of this world is the enemy of God. And, and the, ultimate, the ultimate thing we can do is lean towards our Savior, Jesus Christ. Throughout all this, the thick and the thin, we turn to him. We put our faith and our trust in him. We keep walking forward in that faith, you know, with our hands out, mm-hmm. you know, it just, that's it. Absolutely. And that's all we can do. Cause you know, when I was reading the Bible and watching passion of the Christ and all that, and they were torturing Jesus, I don't remember one time he turned around and ended their life right then and there. You know what I mean? No. Uh, imagine what it would be like if he had, I mean, no. He actually said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Absolutely. And that, I mean, if you've read or you've seen and Passion of the Christ does a, it's very, it's a, it's very traumatic. I mean, it's, and it's, it's, it's legit, but to watch what they did to him and how they drug him and, and lashed him and nailed him to the cross. And he still said, father, forgive them that, I mean, Think about us. You know, we get we get a look the wrong way, and we get mad and don't want to forgive somebody and want to punch yeah. them. You know, I you know you say you know I'm talking to you, and you say a smart aleck comment, and I'm not in the mood for it. Makes me want to throat punch you. You yeah. know, not you, but you know, just for example, in general, yeah. Uh, and 
oh man, just the the level of forgiveness that he gave. I mean, that he was oh man, yeah, it makes me it makes me think. Yeah, it make it makes me think. Who am I? Who am I to harbor unforgiveness? Who am I not to forgive somebody? But look how much I have been forgiven for. Look how much that was given to let us walk in that forgiveness. So who am I to to take and, and keep that stuff to myself and hold somebody's sin accountable to them when mine are washed clean? I'm not worthy to be the judge. I'm not worthy to do that. I have been forgiven the same. You know, I'm not going to stand in front of somebody and be their accuser or be the the one that, that hinders them from walking out in forgiveness for holding a grudge. Mm. You know, it wasn't I, held against me. I'm not worthy to hold that title as judge. I mean, what's you go, what's your response going to be when you, you know, you go to, you go to, you know, answer for all we do. And it says, we're going to answer for everything we did. And you get up there and there's something you ain't forgiven. And you just, you know, sat on it. Say you and some friends, you know, when you were younger, something happened and y'all got mad at one another, split your separate ways. Now you've got that unforgiveness and y'all just let it build for the rest of your lives. And so this huge wedge in between you, you never talk again. Next thing you know, you're in front of Jesus and Jesus just pulls out his hands and, and he shows you the holes or, or, and he just like, you get a re a flash in your head of what he went through and how he forgave. And you're going to be sitting there like, Oh my goodness. You know? And he says, why didn't you forgive? I'm not, I don't want to be there and I don't want to be there and be like, well, you know what, Lord, he just, I just couldn't forgive him. Uh, yeah, no, that ain't gonna work. So (laughs) that's just definitely not the situation I want to be in. Uh, and and I'm not forgiven just because I don't want to have to answer that question. It's because, I don't ever want to be, I don't want to develop hatred towards someone. I want to, I want to always try to bring in that love that that Christ showed me. And I want to be able to give others that love too, because I know how I felt when I got it. And I know how I've seen how others feel when they got it. And I just want that to go everywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, And I think one of the biggest problems is people hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness because they don't realize the severity uh, and the punishment that they deserve for their own iniquities, for their own sins. Uh, that's one thing that always weighed upon me was my my sins. The hardest part was for me was who the the one person who was the hardest for me to forgive was myself. Yeah, for any and everything I did, because I always held on to the negative stuff about myself that I had done or that I had said and I I wouldn't, I never forgave myself. I had to realize that I was truly forgiven, that I had to walk in that forgiveness and I had to keep walking in repentance, not for the past sins because they had been forgiven, but for any that, that are coming. I had, I walk in, in that forgiveness state because I constantly ask God to cleanse me of any sin and any unrighteousness that I've walked in or that I participated in, you know, knowing, knowing or unknowing, but living in habitual sin and, you know, you have to constantly ask yourself, am I living in habitual sin 
and how much do I love Christ? Because when you're drawing nearer to Christ, that habitual sin, as we talked before, can't come with you. Right. And, and that unforgiveness, as you're coming towards Christ, can't go with you. You're going to be broken down because that stuff's not going to be able to come with you. It's like the the more we try to walk towards the throne of God, the more baggage, the more chains that are that are holding us down, that are we're dragging with us, it seems like we never make it to that point, to where we actually develop that personal relationship with Jesus. But when we start letting go of each bag, cutting each chain you know, breaking all that bondage and forgiving, you know, that stuff starts falling away. We can make it to the throne room. We can worship the King of Kings. We can be in his presence. We can walk in forgiveness. We can love our neighbor as ourselves. We can first off love God above everything with all that we are and, and actually be in that place of contentment in those areas. And but always pursuing God more, so I don't know. It's just it's a big deal. Absolutely, this is um, it's just like okay. So if forgiveness were impossible, then God never would have commanded us to to forgive. Yeah. And so I encourage everybody who's listening out there to to. I know there's somebody look, and there may be some people out there who have just done it or or maybe nobody's hurt you you know here you know and in, in some like span of time so you feel like well i don't really have anybody to forgive right in this minute and you may not you know you may have gotten past that or nobody's wronged you here here in a little while so but it's gonna happen it's gonna happen it's gonna happen either intentionally or unintentionally but practice forgiveness practice saying lord lord help me to forgive this person to the point where i don't even think about it anymore you know, uh, just just bring that love into my heart for this person, because that's what I want. When I really sit here and I really think about it uh, while I'm talking to you and everyone listening is uh, those people who tend to hurt you most are the ones that you really love the most. They're the ones that you're really close to, the ones that you really had a relationship with. Now, I've had a lot of people I don't even know upset me, but I can let it go because I don't know them and I don't have to see them. But those that I see on a daily basis are usually ones that it scars the worst. So those are the ones I really immediately try to go into forgiveness for in prayer because it's like, Lord, I don't, I, I, I want the love that you show me, and I want to be able to, sh- I want, I want that love for them. I want to see them the way you see them, and, and I don't want this unforgiveness to turn into anger and hatred and, and a wall and a wedge, and I, and I want, I want to keep our relationship the way it is because with us we're stronger for you when we all come together and we're all Christ followers and we're all trying to accomplish that main goal. We're strong. The devil can't do it. He's already lost and he can't, he's going to try to tempt us. He's going to try to tear us down. But when we come together and we're stronger together, he doesn't know what to do. Attacking us becomes a lot harder at that point. And it it becomes a lot less, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, frequent, uh, because we know how to uh, minister to one another. We know how to point each other in the right direction to show each other how to, how to forgive quickly and where to go and to pray for each other and, and really build one another up. 
So I encourage anyone out there today, whether it's something in your past, where it's, or it's some, a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, uh, I've talked to several people and forgiveness is always one of the ones that comes up. Um, I had a conversation with uh, a girl that was, my brother was seeing at one point in time and her family had really done her wrong growing up. And I told her, I said, you know, do you believe in Christ? And she says, absolutely. I was like, well, you're only going to make it so far until you forgive those in your past. And she didn't quite understand what it meant at first until we got it, you know, in depth with it, talking about, you know, to, to be forgiven, you have to forgive. So you can be all about Christ and you can love the Lord and all this, but if you go before the Lord with unforgiveness, do you see him forgiving you? And that really hit her. That really was like, wait a minute. You know, he forgave me. That's why, you know, I, you know I'm in love with him because he forgave me. I'm just, I have, I have a passion to seek him. And then I'm like, well, I mean, how can, how can you take that forgiveness he's given you? But you can't forgive someone for much less than what we've done towards God. Yep. And, and it really just set in, but I encourage you out there, guys, just look in your past, whatever, just be on that walk of forgiveness nonstop. Always be praying for it. Somebody bumps into you on the, on the street corner and doesn't say, I'm sorry. Don't harbor feelings. Just pray, Lord, forgive them. I do, you know, stuff like that. And it's just, you'll, you'll experience a, uh, a type of peace that you didn't know was even there or possible. Because you won't have to fit the turn. I mean, who really wins? Let's be honest. You know, you're giving that person your life when you harbor, you know, unforgiveness, and then it turns into hatred, and you're thinking about them nonstop about what you want to do to them, and and you just want you just want Lord to come down here and strike them now, and and all this stuff. You're consuming your life and your mind and your thoughts with hatred and anger towards this one person when this one person may or may not even know they angered you or doesn't even care, and they're moving on with their life. So the only one really suffering is us. Yep. And it's not worth it. It's not worth that, it. Rather- they're, taking, they're taking our thoughts captive instead of us taking our own thoughts captive and pursuing our thoughts to be towards God and how we can benefit the kingdom or how we can glorify the Father. Absolutely. You know, he takes... You know, the enemy will distract any way he can with anybody he can. And the the best way not to have your buttons pushed is to get rid of your buttons. (laughs) (laughs) It's the truth. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, that control get your grandparents. And because they keep hitting all the wrong buttons, you just tape over them. And and you only leave the ones that they need to touch, like the power button and the channel and the volume open, untaped, so that they leave all the other ones alone. Well, that's not what I was talking about, but yeah, that's a little, that's a little mean there, Jeremy. <laughs> but anyway, uh, tape the input button. They don't there, know how to use it anyway. But uh, but yeah, if you don't want people to push your buttons, then you don't need to have buttons they can push. It ultimately comes down to, it's not people that we let get under our skin, it's, it's the fact that we have an open place for them to get under. Right. Cover it up. With the armor. Get rid right. of it. With the armor of God. <laughs> With everything that he is, therefore we are to be. For everything Jesus walked in, we are to try to pursue that. You know, 
he walked in patience. He walked in forgiveness. He walked in understanding, knowing that people were simply people. Absolutely. We have to walk in that same aspect. Jeremy constantly reminds me going through this, going through this struggle that in this storm that I'm in right now, he constantly reminds me that it is not a battle between flesh but a battle between spirits and principalities. That's exactly what it is. That's all it is. So be reminded that people are people. We are fallen. We are flawed in every way. We have that. That is why we can start at the very bottom and work our way up. Because if we started at the top, we would never think we we would never think and that we would need Jesus at all. But we as human beings start at the very bottom and have to learn everything from the ground up. And pursuing Christ, when even when we're born again, we have to start from the ground up and grow towards Christ, just like if we were born into this world. You know, we spend our whole life learning bad behaviors. And when we get born again into Christ, we try to learn new ones, <laughs> new good behaviors. And it, it takes, it could take forever. Yeah. All eternity. But Absolutely. good thing once we're born again, we have that. Absolutely. Uh, it, uh, you know, and when you were saying that, I just pictured, uh, you know, when a tree grows, if you've ever seen a tree grow and say it starts out as, you know, that small little sapling or whatever and starts to grow up, but something is, over it so uh, uh, you see them out in the woods and there be old vehicles out in the woods and and it's like to say the bumper sitting over the sapling eventually it, it as it gets bigger it's going to curve so it's going to grow sideways and it's going to take off course as was i call it it's, it's gone off course because the tree's supposed to grow up we know that so when it grows off like that as you know something it's it's been blocked and so that's sort of like us as we as we first start out our journey and we don't, we haven't been taught about Christ or something has happened and we've strayed away from God. Uh, we tend, we start, it, something stood in that way and we start to grow the wrong way. Uh, and, and so when we are reborn or someone moves that thing, it takes the weight off of us and we can content, we can start or begin to start growing the right path. I know it sounds, maybe I didn't put it out there, you know, really use a good, Good one or not, but it made sense to me. That's all that matters. So, you know, hey, when yeah. you said that, you made me think of something I seen the other day. There was there was like bicycles that were chained to trees, mm-hmm. and they stayed chained to the tree, and the tree grew up, and it became a full, you know, grown tree, and the bicycle was now grown in <laughs> into, into the, the tree. tree. Into the tree, and it, it was just a bulging bicycle up about halfway up the tree, just sticking out. Yeah, you that, know, that's crazy. So. I, yeah, uh, my the house we lived in, somebody had evidently wrapped their dog chain around the tree, and and the and the dog was still there halfway up the tree. No, 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 <laughs> that would have been funny, but no. So they chained it near the ground, but it caused the tree to grow differently because eventually. Yeah got so big it, the chain for some reason never it never snapped it never broke it never stretched which is 
weird to me. That's completely weird, I guess, because it was so slow. But the tree, once the pressure got on it so much, the tree started to, to, to bend. And it started to grow in another direction. And eventually it grew over that chain. But that tree, because that chain was never cut off or never let go of, that tree always grows out that way now. Yeah, and it's always going to hold on to that chain too. Yeah. To take and, the, the, <laughs> at this point, to take the chain out, you would have to kill the tree. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it's, yeah. yeah. That's deep. That's a word. That is deep. I'm <laughs> telling you. So remember, when you harbor unforgiveness towards somebody and you let that grow, you become bitter. And, yeah. and, and what happens there? You start to sin in that bitterness. And, and what happens when you live in sin? It leads to death. Death leads to hell when you're in sin. Yep. When you're not walking in Christ, when you're not walking in forgiveness, when you're not walking in repentance, when you're not walking in these things, it leads you to death. You know, death spiritually is worse than, worse than death physically. Because, oh, because this spiritual, our spiritual self will continue on. But this fleshly body will be gone. So these things of this world and these things of the flesh, let them go too. Absolutely. It's not worth it. So You know, if y'all didn't get anything out of this this episode, you know, that's that's pretty bad because, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this is a huge topic for everybody. One thing and, I can say right now is the only thing I want you to walk away with is don't let these people control your life. Don't let the enemy yeah. control your life with unforgiveness. Finally, let go of all that stuff you're harboring or somebody's done you wrong. Finally, let go of it and take back control of your life. Don't let the enemy have it. And that's what you're doing. by holding. That's it. So uh, if anything, that's what I want you to do. I want you to today to, you know, get on your knees, ask the Lord to forgive you for holding this unforgiveness for so long and just, let it go and be Lord, I forgive them. I forgive them for no matter what they've done. And you may say, well, you don't know what they've done to me. Well, I mean, all right, we'll go back and watch passion of the Christ. Go back and read the Bible, go back and see what they did to Lord to, to, to Jesus. And then, and then compare what happened to you with what happened to Jesus. And, and I'm not saying what, you know, what happened to you isn't, is it bad, but if he can forgive us for that, we can forgive I know, I know I can forgive whatever anybody's done to me. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm not downplaying anything that's ever happened, but again, I say again, stop giving the control of your life to the, yeah. the enemy. Take it. Back. Well, the forgiveness, the forgiveness is not for them. It's for us. That's right. The forgiveness is when you forgive somebody, it is one of the most. Freeing. Yeah. It's freeing. Right. It's like it every almost, time you don't forgive somebody, you, you just attach the chain to yourself to them. And yeah, it's and almost you, like an unselfish, selfish act. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's unselfish because you are sitting there forgiving someone else and you're freeing them of that bondage. But also it is a it is very selfish act because the how it how you reap in benefits from the forgiveness that you are giving. Um, it's, it's freedom at its finest it is freedom <laughs> yeah. at its best and that forgiveness will transcend your thought process and yeah. just bring you into a new area 
you know, in your walk that you've never been through before. Yeah. Uh, we encourage forgiveness. We are already almost 45 minutes into this. So we're going to wrap up. Um, uh, what time is it? Mir- what time is it? There it is. What time? It's, it's Miracle Minute time. <laughs> we're going to jump into the Miracle Minute to where we talk about, we give short stories on miracles that Jeremy and I or either have seen in the past week, past couple weeks. Uh, I have a miracle minute to where there's a few of them, but people getting healed, people getting freed from different stuff, um, just people coming to the Lord, uh, all kinds of stuff's been happening. But most of all is freedom in myself and a forgiveness that I have given somebody else. You know, today, as a matter of fact, a forgiveness that I had to let go of. And I had to I had to I had to free myself from this person of this unforgiveness that I had hindered. You know, that's one of the that's not the miracle minute, but that's just a little testimony of mine. But (laughs) I do have a miracle minute. We had been talking about this lady here recently who had she had a problem with her sciatic. Um she had a problem with her she had a hernia in near her hip uh-huh. joint. <coughs> you remember the lady she works at the gas station. Yeah. And uh first you see off, her quite often, don't you? So you're getting- Yeah, I see her I see her every week, right. so I get feedback every week. Good deal. And uh so no pain at all in her back and her I think it was her lower back or sciatic. No pain at all. She's not had any trouble standing. She's not had any problem at all. But what she was the that last time was she was having problems in her hip because she had had a cyst that had developed in her hip right. that had been giving her pain for, I think it was two or three years. Uh-huh. Okay, and we prayed for that. Well, I am here to tell you today that, that she told me uh, um, Monday, I think it was, that she has had no more issues at all out of that hip. So we praise Jesus. We thank him for, for healing his healing power and just using us to be able to see these things. Um, that's just, that's why we lay hands on the sick guys. That's why we pray for people. You know, it's because Jesus said, go out and lay hands on the sick. They shall recover. We do those things. We still live as if the commandments were given straight to us. But, you know, they have been through his word. And we're going to continue to do so until the Lord tells us not to. So regardless of how things are out in the world, regardless of what kind of sickness is going around, regardless of all these things, we will continue to work unto the Lord no matter what until death. Or until Jesus comes back. One of the two. But this guy, me, personally, I'm going to work for the Lord no matter what the cost. I'm going to work for Jesus. That's it. I don't care anymore. He is who I serve. I love him above everything and all things that this world has in it. He is my Savior. He is my rock. I shall stand upon what he has built and the foundation that he has put under me. But... There you go. Miracle Minute. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. 
Amen. But we're going to pray real quick. And uh, Jeremy, you want to pray? Sure. Lord, we, we come to you tonight uh, talking about one of the most important things that we've we have to deal with on a daily basis, and we we just admire the way you you handled it, uh, Lord. The way your son handled it, uh, Lord. We want we want to mirror that. We want that. We want to be able to do that same thing, Lord. If somebody does us wrong, we want to be able to turn around and say, Lord, oh, we we forgive them because we love them as you love them, um, Lord. It, it, I know it's one of the hardest things for for us to do, uh, but I pray that whoever. Who, anyone out there who is harboring unforgiveness or who just thinks they can't do it, uh, think again. Um, definitely get into a mode of prayer, Lord. We hope that they get, they just come, come and have a conversation with you. Really get into an intimate, deep conversation with you about forgiving whatever it is that they need to forgive, Lord. Because we know, uh, Chase and I both know the the freedom that comes with that, Lord that you give us the peace, the joy from, from doing so. Lord, we just, we pray that who, whoever out there has not reached that point yet, that you just, you do a work in their lives and that you just, you show them how to do it, Lord, so that they can experience the, the, the joy and the peace and take back control of their lives. Uh, Lord, and, and we know you're in control, Lord, and, and we love you and we praise you and we thank you for uh, allowing uh, guiding and allowing Chase and I to do these, to reach people, to to help teach on these moments, talk about these moments uh, or the, the, these topics, Lord. And uh, we love you and we praise you. And, uh, Lord, I just love you. I love you. Amen. Amen. I seen a, uh, I just got a, a picture. I believe it came from the Lord in my head of a uh, mid to, early aged forties woman with, with black hair, um, walking in unforgiveness, uh, just broken, broken really bad spiritually. And, and, and we just pray healing over you mentally, um, a physical healing as well, because all this is taking a toll on your body. We pray that away in Jesus name. We pray that you receive, um, the gift that God is going to give you to be able to free yourself from, from this situation and from these thoughts you have of unforgiveness towards somebody. Um, it's going to be the best thing that's ever happened to you. It's going to free you completely. And, and we, 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 we thank Jesus for that, that healing that's going to take place in you. But Jeremy is a pleasure as always. And uh, we will, we will catch you guys next week.